Hello, hello, hello. These are your hosts, Atit and Tapan, and this is Cold Room Money, uh, where we are talking about finance because your friends and family won't. Hi, Atit. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I am doing much better now. It's it's all good. Uh, yeah. I was, uh, uh, you know, I was watching Sopranos recently, right? And I realized something. Uh, the mafias, like, you can learn so many things about. Uh, Passive sources of income from them. It is crazy. <laughs> like the way the, the yeah. <laughs> not yeah, that also and like the way they diversify their uh, income sources. Like one, like in Sopranos, this guy owns a bakery, he owns a restaurant, he owns a strip club, he owns a. Uh, now he is investing into musician music company, something wow. like that. So like. <laughs> It is well diversified portfolio, and he is generating income just without managing them. So I was thinking about it when I was watching the show. I was like, these guys are just brilliant in terms of finance. Yeah, <laughs> become a mobster. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that 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 is the bad part. But <laughs> otherwise, if you look at the good side, they they are managing their money pretty well. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I think that they are the masters of automating things. I don't know, like uh, probably under fear, like that is the fuel that runs. That people will pay you money. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, fear plays a big part to getting uh, those automated transactions. And speaking of automated transactions, <laughs> <laughs> a good segue. Uh, yeah. This uh, episode we are going to talk about. Uh, scheduling and then retirement funds investing in financial instruments and real estate we are continuing our conversation around personal finance that we started in the last episode and we are hoping to touch on some more topics related to personal finance uh, so atit let's start like with scheduling what what has been your experience with uh, scheduling and auto payments uh, i love it like uh, it's it has saved a lot of my uh, you know emotional stress like i schedule my rent my credit cards my uh, like the the as soon as i uh, get a paycheck uh, all my money uh, gets into like different accounts in, including investment uh, accounts like if i have i actually have another uh, bank account so it directly goes to that bank account uh, we spoke about it last uh, in the last episode like having a separate bank account just for emergency funds so uh, it goes to those accounts as well uh, i have i just opened a, a real estate uh, account where i could buy fractional properties uh, we'll talk about that in the later episodes but uh, it goes into that, those accounts also uh, i wanted to ask you as well like your company allows you to split your paycheck uh, into multiple accounts directly right they do but i don't use that service okay. uh, i basically just uh, you know use one bank to collect all my paychecks and then uh, okay use and then you split that the, yeah yeah makes sense yeah for me i uh, we were using adp payroll in pwc so they allowed us to split it and like it was shocking because lot, not lot of people were splitting their paychecks i thought it was brilliant because uh, once you get the money like like 20% of my income was directly going into savings account directly from the payroll service so i i don't even get it into my checking account i'm not even looking at it and then uh, from the 80% that i get was uh, i was uh, using betterment wealth and robinhood to take out 10 to 15% on a monthly basis from the remaining 80% to invest into my index funds and stocks and things like that uh, the only issue i found with adp payroll was as you said like i i couldn't experiment first because you can't keep changing amount again and again it's very 
like the way it is set up the website itself it takes a lot of time to go in and change the split plus the second one was it wasn't percent based the split so you had to calculate the percent on your own and then put the amount that you want right and if your paycheck if you get an increment or a bonus or something like that then that's an issue again right so i did never like that uh so similar to you i think my auto payments were basically my income was basically getting split automatically and that is very important i feel if you don't see the money you're not going to spend it uh on top of that uh people also tend to like uh, auto schedule their credit card payments i never did that because i i want to see where i have spent for the past month and then i want to make the payment instead of like some amount getting cut from my checking account directly do you schedule your uh, credit card payments as well yeah i schedule my uh, credit card payments uh, because like i don't want to worry about it i don't want to miss out on any payment in case i'm on a vacation or i'm busy with something else uh, you know uh, i don't yeah. want that extra penalty so i i schedule it i do uh, look at it once in a while uh, where uh, you know just checking all my transactions is there anything that uh, as extra or i've been charged for something that i didn't buy or if i returned something uh, and the transaction is not uh, gone so i do check like i would say bi-weekly once uh, every two weeks but uh, yeah i i have a schedule so that at least i don't have, don't have to worry about paying interest or late fees or anything like that yeah makes sense and then uh even subscriptions they could be considered auto payments like i know i have a bunch of subscriptions that uh services that are subscribed to and they automatically cut from my checking account and i think it's very important to uh review them at least quarterly so you know where you are spending and if you're still using that service like a lot of times we just subscribe to something and we set it up but then forget about it completely and never use the service so it needs to be checked because that amount is going from your checking account uh, periodically like, yeah i know people who have like bunch of like music services they have like five six different music services and like at yeah. this point all the music services have similar songs like like the music does not change so i don't understand why do they have so many <laughs> yeah um, cool uh so from that we'll move to the next topic that we wanted to discuss is uh, retirement funds uh this one is a tricky one and atit i saw that you made a note about it as well uh yeah. like the first question that comes whenever people start working full time is uh, especially for immigrants is like should i invest in 401k or should i not invest in 401k yeah yeah that's the biggest question and for me personally uh, i haven't invested in 401k accounts because i don't know if i'm going to be here for the in the us for the long haul i mean i don't think it makes sense for me once i have a much clearer picture which i don't know when i will um i could i could probably um, you know think about opening a retirement account it's it's free money like if your uh, employer is matching Uh, yeah. you you probably should consider strongly consider uh, doing that and if you know you'll be here for the long haul might yeah. as well yeah so that's what happened to me i everyone like everywhere i read about 401k and everyone told me it's free money you need to invest and that was the advice i was giving as well to everyone <laughs> uh so i calc- but i calculated like if uh, my employee is matching this much and if i 
have to leave the country after three years when my H1B, like when my STEM OPT expires, then like will I be still making a profit after paying all the taxes and then uh, uh, paying all the penalty fees and everything? So I think it's the decision is up to the person itself. I went ahead and invested. Uh, but then I had to leave the country, and at this point, I have like around twenty-five thousand in US, which I am not withdrawing. It's just lying there, right. which like I'm concerned about because I don't know what is happening. Like I know what is happening, I can see it, but it's it's like it's not under my control anymore. So I just feel weird. Uh, yeah. But if I had not invested, I could have used that money somewhere else, or I would have spent that money. I'm pretty sure I would have spent that <laughs> money, but. Uh, it's there now, and uh, I'm still considering if I should be withdrawing it or not. But uh, that's a different topic. So, yeah, absolutely. That lock is for, by design. It is so that you don't spend your money, and it is when you when you retire, when you're like 60 years old, you have that money. It is by design. Definitely. So, like, if you are sure that you're going to live in the US and uh, you are not good at uh, saving money then 401k is a very good option to put your money in because you know that money will stay there no one can touch it and you can get it when you retire it's a very safe bet yeah this has happened like multiple times a lot of my friends uh, they call me like hey Adib like uh, I'm you know like it's basically along the lines of you know uh, I want to buy this uh, big uh, like the new Tesla or whatever and I don't think I have enough money I was like, have you checked your 401k? And they don't even know how much money they have in 401k or like one of my friends didn't even know they had a 401k. Uh, they went and checked and they were like, suddenly they started feeling rich. So yeah, uh, it's, it's it's interesting when you uh, when you actually check your 401k, how the power of automating your uh, finances uh, is, 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 you know, when you actually look at your 401k, you'll get to know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did did they break their 401k to buy the Tesla? No, no, no. I don't think no. so. You can borrow against your 401k, and I mean, you could if you want to raise money. Uh, it's very easy to do that in US. Like people are ready to throw money at you. Yeah, take it. Fair, fair. Okay. And talking about instruments, we move to the next topic, which is financial instruments. Atit, uh, you want to take this one? Yeah. So, like, uh, you have your emergency, uh, you know, account. Uh, set up, you have everything automated, you are funding your 401k and IRA accounts, which are the retirement accounts. And now you have more money, what should you be doing with that, right? This is when you start investing in like stocks and bonds, FDs, Bitcoin, gold, uh, real assets like real estate so that these are like different financial instruments that you could use to invest uh, and we can go uh, you know a little more in detail uh, do you want to take stocks uh, yeah definitely uh, stocks I don't think a lot of people know that when you buy stocks you are buying a part of the company uh, <laughs> the first thing that whenever like someone says invest like the first thing that pops up in someone's mind is stock it says uh, so like you're buying equity of the company so that's like the one piece of advice that I give all my friends who want to invest in stock that do you use that company like how comfortable are you with that company do you think that company itself is doing well because if that company is doing well then you should go and think about investing in the company rather than 
like thinking about the price and what it is doing in the market and stuff like that you you should be using the product if not you want to read more and more about it or else uh, I, at least that's like the number one thing am i using that product so yeah um it's it's a it's a risky like and another thing that i uh, i learned initially was stock i know what stock was right people always talk about stock market and share bazaar and all of that uh, but i didn't know equities what those are but then i realized they are the same thing uh, if you want to sound smarter just say equities like what stock and equities are the same thing yeah. so bonds moving on to bonds uh, bonds are uh, like loaning someone your money you get fixed amount of ret- uh, return every uh, month or year or six months how depending on how it is structured but uh, loans are much safer than equities uh, and you get uh fixed income like on a regular basis the, the, this is usually for people who are nearing retirement they should have more exposure to bonds than risk, riskier uh instruments like stocks definitely um my like my growth portfolio growth portfolio like had still had 5 to 10% percent, uh, percent of bonds in it like using wealth fund and betterment so that uh, i'm not risking all my money in uh, the stock market right i i had some like part in bond itself because bond is a fixed income source you are know you know that you are going to get that money back so it's a safer bet especially for people who are reaching a retirement age their portfolio should be majority bonds and then minority of stocks yeah one so asset allocation i'm obsessed with that uh, you know particular topic i've read like so many different uh, research on asset allocation what should you be doing what's the correct percent of bonds what is the correct percent of stocks um it's a it's a working progress i don't think there is one right answer uh, it depends on individual but a very basic formula to uh, start on is 100 minus your age So if you are you know 25 years of age uh, 75 should go into stocks 25 should go into bonds if you are 50 years of age uh, 50 50 right 50 stocks and 50 bonds okay that makes sense okay yeah, i did not know that cool moving on fixed deposits uh fixed deposits you are again it's similar to bonds but it's more secured and you are just giving your money to uh banks and then nbfcs that are in place uh and they give you a fixed income on a quarterly or a monthly basis on a periodic basis based on the type of uh, deposit that you are buying uh, and i think this is only available in india right you don't get fixed deposits in the us uh, there are cds there are okay. cds which which uh, are basically with the banks uh, your money is with the bank and bank is paying you interest uh, and what uh, like nbfcs and uh, fixed deposits of companies are in india uh, that are bonds over here so you can buy you can buy bonds of tesla instead of uh, you know buying a part of tesla you loan them money and say that you have to give me fixed income so that is like bonds basically and you could oh. buy bonds in a safer company also so oh, okay. bonds and fps yeah, are like you know just mutated versions of each other Okay, see, I'm already learning from you, Atit. That's brilliant. <laughs> okay, and then one thing that I've learned recently is like something called cyclic FDs. Uh, you create a new FD every month, 
so suppose you are buying a fd in july of 2020 and it matures in july of 2023 so you buy one more policy in august one more policy in september october november december you keep buying every month till you hit july 2023 Mm. so you have for 3 years every month you have a policy that you've created and then it becomes cyclic so every month after that 3 year period you will have a new renewal so i thought that was a very good because I, in total you have you have 36 fixed deposits and then every month you'll have one fixed deposit that is renewing so even mm. if you want to take out some money in terms of an emergency or something like that you can use that policy to take out your money and then invest it somewhere else so that was something useful that i have learned recently yeah uh, they are called cyclic fds uh, it's it's pretty interesting mm-hmm. and then um, bitcoin <laughs> bitcoin <laughs> bitcoin is a buzzword i feel at this point <laughs> everyone mm. is talking about blockchain bitcoin uh, i personally have not invested in bitcoin bitcoin is a mm. virtual form of currency it is used for payments uh, mostly uh, nay no, not mostly always online at this point mm. and that's my issue like it's not i feel at this point it is not scalable uh, people are not comfortable using it as currency in regular life but it has good network effects so more people that will join the better it will get for everyone right yeah um, i would say the the buzzword is more towards cryptocurrency and blockchain uh and bitcoin just got you know is like the poster child of it um but i think bitcoin has real value because there has been more transaction uh, on the bitcoin platform compared to other cryptocurrency like dogecoin or any any of those um and like i i uh, recent like i invested in 2017 got along you know got benefited with the boom and everything i lost some money also i'm sure uh, i like but it has always been a very small part of my portfolio so like i have this rule where uh, i have like vc money you know how vcs they invest without any expectation of actually making money and they rely totally on the power law which is basically as a very small amount of uh, your uh, investments are going to make huge returns right that's the power law so uh, i have like 3% of my net worth as uh, vc money like play around even if i lose 3% only i'll you know i'll my net worth will go down by only 3% so yeah i invested that 3% uh, ish money during 2017 then i got out uh, didn't invest even i didn't like i i've initially invested just because people were now uh, i read about it uh, and i i think uh, it's supposed to be like a digital gold uh but mm-hmm. it has not behaved like that during this crisis of covid-19 um but uh i think if it picks up if cryptocurrency is adopted by even like a small government uh, a- any government it has like outsized returns so it, it can become 10x within a very short time so the expected value right we can talk about expected value in another episode because that is also a fascinating concept uh, is is much higher uh, i think compared to like other other uh, instruments so yeah that that's my thesis for investing in bitcoin i don't know how it will play out uh, but we'll see yeah and how do you invest in bitcoin like where do you go uh so in us i have robinhood account and robinhood uh-huh. allows you to invest through bitcoin i mean there are other bro- brokerages like coinbase and all of that but i just like to you know keep things simple and Makes i sense. robinhood allows uh, you to invest in bitcoin so 
मेक सेंस एंड देन टॉकिंग अबाउट वर्चुअल गोल्ड देर इज ऑल्सो द फिजिकल गोल्ड विच इज ऑल्सो फाइनेंशियल इंस्ट्रूमेंट मोस्ट ऑफ द इंडियन फैमिलीज लव देर गोल्ड इट्स अ बोरिंग फॉर्म ऑफ इन्वेस्टमेंट बट इट हैज इट्स वैल्यू राइट यू कैन कीप द गोल्ड इन द बैंक और इन योर ओन हाउस एंड इट लाइक द वैल्यू ऑफ गोल्ड डज नॉट डेप्रिशिएट दैट मच योर आफ्टर योर and that is why it has been such a good form of investment right what do you think atif so uh, again uh, i've i don't think gold i have expressed that before also i don't think gold is a great instrument uh, it depends on your personal situation but if you are in your 20s or 30s i don't think gold is a way to go because if you look at the data uh, it's a great store of value um and it has performed well during inflationary times uh, you know when there's a lot uh, like the prices are increasing a lot um but it has a huge drawdown period so like even uh, so last two years has been phenomenal for for gold right it, it has been the best asset uh, class this year this year also during the crisis also but it is still below 2012 levels so uh, imagine like it has it is still not at an all time high even after such a quick uh, run and uh, it's it's good to diversify your portfolio so you should have like a very small percentage of your portfolio overall portfolio in gold but i wouldn't say uh, you know you should invest only in gold because uh, and i i totally get where our families are coming from you know like again this could be a whole separate episode it's more psych- gold is more gives more uh, value psychologically than actually to your money uh, you know uh, when our parents grew up and uh, they didn't the financial system wasn't this strong right uh, the banking banks were were not were not this strong uh, it wasn't backed by the government or anything and the government itself was just you know finding their footing so uh, if you needed money you just go down give anyone gold and they would give you money right that was the thing mm-hmm. like that the, that is the power of gold and you you could quickly uh, exchange it for money you didn't need to have like stocks or bonds you couldn't do that even if you had a lot of mrf the market is not there like there was no uh, technology uh, infrastructure to quickly convert that mrf stock into money physical money but with gold you could do that if it is in your safe and the, the good thing is a lot of money is compressed into like a small you know uh, one yeah. kg of gold or whatever 100 grams of gold so another property of gold which is uh, amazing so yeah i uh, that's like a very short obviously it is much more complicated than this and i'm still learning um, but that's my feeling in general yeah like the gold standard that's how the world was actually functioning right till 1910 i think and then yeah. jv morgan came in and they changed it uh yeah it's uh, that is also fascinating right i'm uh, reading uh, the big debt crisis by ray dalio right now and he explains like the 1929 when the crash happened the great depression right uh, yeah. the, in order to come out of the great depression they had to break the gold standard but that was momentarily they went back to it and then in uh, 1971 uh, again like the 1970s actually inflation increased a lot uh, and that was because the nixon decided to go off of uh, gold standard like to create this new uh, system that we are in currently the fiat currency system where yep. it's the dollar is not pegged against gold but it's free floating so 
Mm, yeah. That could be another episode topic. I feel like I, I actually yeah, yeah. I have been really interested in the fiat system and like how banks can just create money out of no, no, not banks, but federal reserve. They can create money out of nowhere. Yeah, thin and, air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, banks are using like banks are getting their own money and they are like so much into leverage that they are giving out money, getting interest, but there is no money actually that exists anywhere. it is just electronic like it is mind blowing the way the whole system works but it could be a different topic we are going on a tangent yes. uh the next instrument is real estate it is uh, uh it is also an interesting one i feel so oh, before uh, we move on to real estate one quick yeah. point for full disclosure i have been investing in gold for the like last 6 7 months Oh, you have been. Oh, nice. Yeah, That's but that nice. is. I'll I'll explain my reasoning for uh, a separate episode. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Cool. Uh, yeah. Real estate. Real estate is again interesting one. Uh, I like. So one point is, if you are living in that house, that is not an investment, right? I feel that is very common. Uh, what do you call? understanding misunderstanding yeah. yeah misconception of people that uh, if they have if they own a house it is their investment but they are not getting any money out of it they are living in it so it does not make any sense uh, but yeah. if you have bought houses as investment and you are not living there but you are getting your rent out of it and then you are making a profit out of that after paying off the mortgage and stuff like that then i feel you can consider it as a good investment what what do you think ati yeah absolutely like um, um from a diversification stand point uh, if you could invest in real estate become a fractional real estate if you don't have a huge capital because that will also instantly diversify you across asset class um and then like you said uh, if you're living in the house it's not really Uh, you're you're enjoying appreciation, but that's when you actually sell it, and you're not going to sell it because you're living in it. Uh, but if you have rental properties that are giving you like uh, you know that that's spitting out uh, rent money that you're getting, uh, that is actually an investment that's like a uh, a very nice investment that everyone should look into. Like you should, if possible, you should uh, use take advantage of low interest rates right now on housing property uh, housing loans and properly. go out and buy obviously it has to be done right uh, but something to think about um, and yeah there are like new platforms that are coming up at least in the US where you could be uh, you could invest fractional shares in real estate um so um, which include like a diverse uh, you know a variety of property including co-working spaces commercial and uh, housing uh, you know properties but yeah uh, if you are in the us consider at least starting uh, opening a fractional uh, real estate account fundrise uh, is a great uh, app to do that they have uh, some great properties and they have good education uh, along those lines also and you get like dividends from that too and then those were the main uh, financial instruments that you can invest in and then there are a lot more other instruments that uh, not instruments other types of investments that you can make uh, the first one that we can talk about is you can invest in a startup you can become an angel investor you if you know someone who needs money and they have an idea and they want to develop it and if you like the idea you can maybe uh, help them fund them and then if they grow 
you will reap the benefits right yeah then that and then uh, uh, you could have like a partnership which is like the old school version of uh, angel investing partnerships in small businesses and commodities is another way alternative form of uh, investment where you could own like copper or um diamonds okay uh, so i think we've covered a lot in today's episode as well uh, we've talked about scheduling and how you should make auto payments uh for your income and then how you should put it into different accounts so that it's easier to manage it then we also talked about uh, retirement accounts 401k accounts in the us and then we talked about different kinds of financial instruments like equity bonds fixed deposits we talked about gold bitcoin real estate and then other form of investments uh, like partnerships and then angel investing and stuff like that uh, we'll keep continue having this conversation about uh, managing your money in the next episode until then this is atit and tapan and this was cold brew money bye